Hello, and welcome to Horror Justins, a place where all Justins across the universe Justin. can talk about horrors. Every year, too. man. Yeah, yeah, just just peel yeah, off, bro. All so, right. Calm down. Well, I'm going to get you guys one time. All right. Episode 99. <laughs> 99. Making your own LLC over there. Welcome back to the Love Letter of Fall Part 4. This oh, is, God. Uh, not the final chapter, just no, a continuation yeah. in the series. This is one of our favorite things that we do all year long. We bring in one of our very best friends, Justy, and it is fucking amazing. And we are in fall. It is October 7th. 7th. Yep. Oh, the 7th, yeah. Friendship Leaves stuff, are man. fucking everywhere. It's great. Yeah, it, the leaves Chill are falling, air. dude. It's cold. It's, Football's in full swing. It couldn't be better. Dude. Honestly, all the stars are aligned here. So this is episode 99. Uh, as we mentioned, it's the part four of the Love Letter to Fall series. We, uh, If you're just picking up right here, you do not need to, to listen to the preceding episodes. We just do a themed thing, and, and truly what makes it the Love Letter to Fall is having Justin here. So uh, Jamie and I are... are <sighs> Are back as your your regular hosts, and and Justin is back as your your annual October love letter uh, co-host. So Justin, welcome back, man. Thanks, man. Thank you so much for having me, guys. You guys are incredible. This so, is such a blast. How is life? How's everything going? And how it more importantly, how is the decorating of the house going? Oh, it's great, yeah. man. Yeah, that's, give us uh, an update. Lot to answer there. I'm gonna do my best. Uh, life's going great. Um, I uh, I started a new gig about six months ago. I'm loving it. Outside of that, yeah, just uh, traveling as much as I can. So is that, um, we just finished historic haunts, uh, on my street, which is that thing that we do every year, uh, where the local theater gets together and acts out different, uh, parts of history, haunted history, uh, That's incredible. from Cleveland, yeah. uh, across our street. So that I volunteered the last couple nights and, uh. It was great. I was I was directing traffic. Uh, two so wait, ago. you're not like dressed up like no, the no, no, ghost no. of Thomas. No, Jeff. this is no, what I wanted. No, yeah. Trust me, that Damn would be it. that'd be a nightmare. I mean, that's cool that you're helping, but if we <laughs> yeah. could get you looking like fucking Ichabod Crane, that'd be way better. <laughs> yeah, powdered wig. If it was amongst our Dude. friends, I'd be like, oh, oh, man, oh let's Justin, do this. you in a powdered wig. Dude, I had that whole visualization. I love going. this, man. That's what uh, you should be for Halloween. It's fun. It's Seriously. a good time. But yeah, that's about it, man. Just so Justin you're, Jefferson, you're, just like a powdered wig and then like a Viking yeah, jersey. It would I, be perfect, I, dude. I, I <laughs> <wish>. <laughs> dude, I love this. <laughs> All right, so you live in the historic district in Cleveland, though, and your house is beautiful. It's older. You've been renovating. Um, Thanks. Man. Have you renovated your Hall- Halloween? collection or added to it uh since we last got here. yeah so um i haven't added anything i think what i did this year that was different is i included our bud joey uh my best friend joey who you guys are both good friends with oh yeah um he came to help me decorate this year and usually oh, it's just yeah. uh, i'm just throwing lights up and they they land where they <laughs> land and it works don't get me wrong but joey came uh and he's not at all like a holiday or like decorating kind of guy but he came and he made it so logical he's like we're gonna wrap all the lights this way he does we're not gonna, like, we're gonna put up around. little yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. like we're gonna put up little hooks so that they don't fall down and it's the best that they've looked uh since i've lived in that house that's so, great good job joey that is great yeah all right so structure formula as i mentioned episode 99 and we are going to focus our little introduction here on what we've been watching what we're wearing we're also going to cover uh, what we've been drinking, what we've been listening to, what we've been eating around the full time. So yeah. this is our we're we're in the mood here. Uh, but we also have a themed episode. We're going to talk about best horror costumes. Or, yes. And we all took a different yeah. approach to this. So I'm fucking I'm <laughs> yeah, super excited really about this. Yeah, we really did. I love that. This I love sense. having leaving yeah. the category just a little bit open. For sure. Yep. So we're we're gonna we're gonna sort of round things out with that. So we're gonna talk about nine films, and within those films, uh, nine 
our favorite costumes, costumes masks, whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've got a couple films that have multiple great costumes in them, so I'm I'm pretty revved yeah, to talk dude. about that. All right, but before we uh, get to those movies, let's let's talk a little bit about what we're what we're watching, like yes. what's been going on all 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 things Halloween. Justin, love it. Kick yeah. us off, man. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I went and recently saw um, the movie Talk to Me. Oh, what do uh, you think? I loved it. It was great. Uh, I really, after the fact, I uh, I was thinking about the main character, and uh, I just had a lot of walking away from the movie thinking one thing and then after it you know sitting with it for three hours resonating trying to lay in bed and sleep having a different completely idea after the fact but i loved it i don't want to give everything away for anybody but it was a very very good time yeah um it's like seance oriented seance oriented definitely depressing for sure so be prepared for that but really cool definitely scary um outside of that Fitting in some usuals like the burbs, um, yes. because I mean that's what we live off of, right? Mm-hmm. The three of us, especially. Oh, yes. yes. Um, also, Healthy reason- diet of burbs. Yeah, Tom yes. Hanks, um, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, oh my uh, God, dude! I watched that too. Yeah, man. We wow. just heard uh, one of our our loyal listeners, Chris Zank, was what? messaging us about that. He was like, "Have dude, you fucking yeah. seen this trash? What a slippery so, yeah. ride that was." Justin, I read a thing. Uh, like a review that said the beginning, like animation part with the the backstory is the oh, best part of the movie. It was, and cool. I wholeheartedly yeah. agree. <laughs> well, the best it, part it was, but at the same time, like there's definitely gonna be a sequel, and oh, we're gonna have sure. to watch it. There's some uh, like the kills though. Yeah, some of the kills are pretty solid. Wow, I agree. Yeah, I, I didn't watch this. You, you have it's, to. You it's low watch. budget. It's, it's not the best thing you're gonna see. It's yeah. getting bad reviews. Out we, the, yeah, I don't wazoo, know that it's that warranted. To be honest, I've seen a lot worse. Outside of that. uh I put on uh, Beyond Belief for Lydia every time I leave. Lydia's my dog. Um, and Named after f- Lydia Dietz. Yeah. Yep. From Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice. So I get made fun of every time my friends walk in and Lydia's just laying on the couch and she's watching Beyond Dude. Belief. No, I love that. That's, that's, a, I love good, it. that's yeah. a very healthy exercise. I think so too. Jamie, what about you, dude? Dude, I've I've actually been watching a lot. Uh, so strap in, folks. Uh, I watched all of the saws. I'm not a big saw guy. Yeah, uh, I loved the first three and then just like fell away. Like I'm done here. Uh, I think four was like after four wrapped, I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I've seen what I need to see. Uh, but I went through them all. One, two, three, still the best. Uh, you get like four through six, I think, mm, where it's yeah. like, okay, this is all kind of the same fucking thing, like repeating itself. Seven. I think that's uh, the final chapter. There is a seven. It's oh like 3D. God. It was like Saw 3D. Of course, it's got to be. The, I think the worst just came out. It's got to be jumping yep. out at you. That yep. one is the worst one. Jigsaw is pretty good. Uh, 3D is by far the fucking worst. But honestly, I had a lot of fun uh, watching them just in a work setting. Just like two days of movies. Yeah. And uh, you kind of get to a point where you're like, this is just ridiculous so but i'm also kind of looking forward to the next installment did you do this in response to the fact that i said i was gonna do it? i actually had started it that day that's crazy. and i saw you say that you and i was like dude oh. i just did one and two today you guys yeah. are matching up well I, like that. I didn't even well, mention not, it because like this is ridiculous <laughs> this is why we're not matching up is because i got 30 minutes into the first one and i was like i, I yeah this. you quit yeah it's like i'm gonna go on a hike and then you look, you know, fuck this, I'm going back. I don't have I'm granola bars packed. Like, I'm not prepared for this. Well, because yeah. in my brain, I was like, that hill's not, it's going to be fun. And then I looked at the hill and I was like, I hate that no, hill. No, it is. It is. It. When you get in there, it's fine. Man, um, I got to catch up. Are I you a fan watched, of those, Justin? I, I've watched the first three and then after that I fell off. I think Same. maybe yeah. I That's because, wasn't like, into it. But yeah. 
Yeah, they're like all on something right now. Well, it's yeah, worth that's going back. fair, but I got to watch all of them. I Dude, it's it. definitely worth going back. Right. Uh, and then, so I watched a bunch of fucking new ones that all came out this year. Natty, no- Natty Knox with Bill Mosley, Daniel Harris, Robert England. How was that? Those three names I just said, best part of that movie, uh, probably four and a half out of ten. Uh, uh, Zombie Town, based on the R.L. Stein book. Chevy mm, Chase, Dan yeah. Aykroyd, which is a huge selling point. Yeah, for sure. Pretty. That's a good one with kids. Yeah. Uh, by Myself. Eh. Yeah. You know, Chevy Chase is very, it's yeah. like in there very slim. Dan Aykroyd has a pretty big part. Pretty good. Again, really fun for kids. For me, it was like, mm, meh. Uh, totally Killer with uh, the girl from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, the new, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Right. It's a little bit, it's not original. It's a little bit of like Final Girls, Happy Death Day to You. Final Girls for sure. They keep vibes. referencing Back to the Future. They reference uh, Scream a little bit. I really love the characters. It's pretty funny. Uh, I've seen mixed reviews, especially like on our Discord. It seems like people like it or they don't. I, my wife and I really enjoyed it. We had fun with it. And then Appendage. Oh, dude, this have is you, a Hulu original. Take a month off of work or something? Like, yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what's happening. But dude, your dad. Fucking Appendage is something you guys have to see. You're gonna get like 20 minutes in, and then you're gonna start checking reviews and shit to see if you should keep going because you're like, what? Uh, but I recommend <laughs> finishing. <laughs> It's it's out there. It's wild, uh, but in the not in the best way, but in like a six and six point eight out of ten way, where it's like totally worth watching. Oh, I mean, I'll that's take high. a six point eight yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, like I said, I've been watching a lot, but some pretty good stuff. Man, love it. So we're uh, prepping for a collaboration episode uh, upcoming, and apologies, my voice is mostly gone. I um, spent way too many hours uh, working on music yesterday, um, but. I, uh, I've been working through the Halloweens, all of them, in a very specific order because we're going to be uh, collaborating with some friends yes. uh, on that tomorrow night. Uh, very much looking forward to that. And I checked out the, the movie Things Heard and Seen, uh, Jamie, which I believe you also watched. I did. Uh, somewhat recently. That's with uh, Amanda Siegfried. I think. Siegfried, yep. Yeah. Incredibly well acted. She's great. The story is. Yeah. Very unique and compelling. I, I, it is, I, I mean, it's kind of a familiar, yeah. but it's that like couple buys a farmhouse in a secluded new town and strangers seem mm-hmm. un- unaccepting. Yeah. Yeah. Get and the house here. has a right. history, yep. you know, yep. but Get it's still, it, it has a it twist. It had a unique quality yeah. to it, which I found interesting because it did feel familiar and comfortable, but there was a, u- I enjoyed it. The I like shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed that. And a lot I, of red herrings in there. Go. <laughs> that old oh, Barry, this, he's uh, a shady prick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there are. There are like yeah. a ton, ton of red herrings. Yeah, like a librarian. and Yeah. <laughs> it's good. You always have to have a little bit. Yeah, it's a good one. So, and I know that this is not watching. This is uh, more on the reading side, but this is taking up time of when I would otherwise be watching movies. Yeah, but it counts, I, man. I'm yeah. wrapping up the new uh, Stephen King book, Holly. I know we talked about that on the last mm. episode. So I'm actually like on the last chapter. Very cool. What's everybody wearing? Justin, let's go with you first, man. I, I can't I wanna be you, in that fucking oh, shirt all, with you. That's yeah. always my favorite question. What are you wearing? What are you? Um wearing? yeah, I've got on uh we talked about the burbs earlier. I sound like a fanboy and I am. Uh Yeller. I've got a burbs shirt on. It's all black and white and uh it's got the crew on it, basically, and at the bottom of it it says Smells like they're cooking a goddamn like cat over there. A goddamn cat over there, <laughs> which is one of the best lines in the movie. Let's be honest. But uh, this is no nobody specific in terms of a designer. This is just like a print on demand site that I found, and I 
could not pass it up because it's like done. The Burbs is done in like it's like, like a hardcore like album, hardcore yeah. like black and white album, and it's just like it's it spoke to me. It's it, like an early two thousands hardcore yeah. album uh, album cover. Yeah, bought it immediately. It's very reminiscent of the brand. Uh, is it City, City Fox? Fox printing? Yeah, mm. it's very reminiscent of like what they do. They Love have it. one um, for sale that's white. That's not exactly that. It's somewhat similar though. I almost bought it this week. It was yeah, on I feel sale. like they have a lot that are bucks. very similar. Like you know. Yeah. AFI, and then it's like a Twin Peaks <laughs> yeah, reference yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. Or Twin Peaks photo with an AFI reference. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nothing makes me happier than that. I know. I love I shit love, like that. I love, dude. Yeah, I love both. So yeah. Good. What about you, Jamie? What you got going? Oh, it's, so I'm wearing my Fright Rags, uh, Michael Myers. It's like the Raglan tee. Michael oh, yeah, Myers carving a pumpkin. It's That's a good a, one, man. Uh, orange arms. Yes. Black, black center, black core. Yeah. Uh, it's so, a good. The good Michael Myers mask, too. Look yeah, at, dude. It's a good one. Really good. It's not like part four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I had this on a, a few episodes ago, but I had to put it on today because... You I, did. I did my leaves. Yeah. I, oh, uh, yeah. I, I was like out there. working out in the yard all day. I have that thing where like I'm flushed all day because my face was cold and it's like warm inside. My cheeks are red and it's like fall day. Uh, so it's been an amazing, awesome, fun fall day. But I've got my... uh, uh Jamie, you're looking at it. What does it say? I can't. Every day is Halloween. Every day is Halloween. I was <laughs> singing for so long yesterday, my neck hurts. I can't even look down. Uh, but yes, yeah, my cavity colors. Every day is Halloween. There's like an apple bobbing bucket. It, it's yeah. just like this. Yep. This is what you want if you go to a farm this time of year. Dude, it better fucking look like this, it's or good, I'm going yeah. to the next one. Yep. I have that same. We discussed this. I have the same shirt and I have the matching shorts. So yeah, that's the, so awesome. Those are my like when I tell my kids I'm gonna go put my pajamas on. That's yeah. like what I put on. The yeah. sleepovers. Those you guys are your pajamas, Dad. Dad, are you gonna do your everyday's Halloween singlet tonight? Oh yeah. shit! Speaking of pajamas, my wife bought me these uh, for my birthday. They bought me the scream jams. Scream pajamas. <laughs> I was gonna wear those here. God, if I didn't dude. have to stop at the store to get beer on the way, I would have done that. Oh but my god! They might have called the cops if a grown man uh, in scream pajamas came by beer. Walks into the party shop sucking his thumb. The and they're gifts like, what you, the fuck is that? The guy? gifts you carrying a squishmallow for, like asking for pumpkin. <laughs> the gifts you two get for like Christmas and your birthdays. It just blows my mind. I'm so envious of it it's incredible it's wild it probably blows our wives minds as well yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like, in the wrong going, way these are yeah. adult men <laughs> it's like <laughs> what has happened the testimony will be public when we're uh, brought to a divorce court show. let's Children just this. do the let's yeah, call it that. the family call it antic that we have john this, this was from last yeah night. please lay it on me so we have a big um we have a big we always talk about this the camfield fair that we have uh every september yeah every like labor day weekend is the camfield fair Yep. And we have these huge fucking fairgrounds in our township. It's like the only thing that really matters in this town. Like school schedules are revolve around it and stuff. Like it's such a huge source it, it of like revenue. Is. And yeah. uh, But those fairgrounds awesome. are used for other things throughout the yeah. year, like swap yep. meets and, you know, auctions. And the one thing they do in October, late September, the Campfield Scaregrounds. Uh, oh, yeah. So this is the year where like we felt like we could t- try to take our kids. My oldest was like, no fucking way am I going to that. Uh, we took him to Haunted House last year. He dipped out after two. He's like, I'm yeah. done. My youngest was like, I am all in. We're going to go. He's five. He's going to be six next month. He did really well last year. We had a big group of people. Uh, and he like went through every house. He like killed it. But that was at a different haunted house. We had a lot of people. I take him, just me and him last night. 
We get through one house, and he's like, all right, time to go home. All right, Dad. And there's six houses. We yeah. paid a lot of money to go to all six houses uh, together. Thanks, Dad, but no. And we get through one. And he, like, so, nope. he was so fucking cute and just, like, yeah. broke my heart a little bit. We get out of there, and he goes, sorry to waste your time, Dad, but uh, I'm just done. And yep. it's just like. Man, you can't be mad at that, that and, honesty, though. That's no. really impressive. And the walk to the car, he was like, I mean, I had fun. <laughs> That was uh, passable. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to go back, but I did have fun. Uh, so, yeah, we did one. one. <laughs> I learned a lesson. Let's just say yeah. it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And, uh, John, I think you might have been the exact same. Pl- we probably passed each other, like you Dude. going in and me leaving. <laughs> so I don't know how this, this broke out like wildfire. It's but funny because it I was going to text you and say, hey, I'm thinking about taking the kids. And I was like, well, there's no fucking way he's taking his daughters because they're scaredy cats. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the on-ramp for this whole endeavor on my end is a, a few nights ago, like, we have a family we're good friends with. Like, our kids are friends. Uh, my wife and I are friends with the parents. <laughs> and uh, I ran into the mom, and she was like, hey, I was thinking of taking the kids to Scaregrounds on, on Friday if you guys are interested. And I was like, you know what? I would absolutely love that. Like, if you and your husband want to go with me and my wife, totally in. But, like, my, my kids just aren't going to be in. I was like, maybe mm-hmm. my little one, but my oldest, absolutely not. <clears throat> but, yeah, sounds... Sounds so fun. Then, so this is me, the horror dad that had that response. Okay. <laughs> then well, you know your yeah, kids. My yeah, wife for sure. Yesterday, midday, calls me while she's at work and she says, Hey, do you want to go to the scaregrounds tonight with the family? And I was like, Oh, I actually ran into her last night and yeah, I told him we were we were out. She was like, Oh, I told him we were in. And I was like, What do you mean? <laughs> well, too bad, we're in. I was like, We can't we simply cannot. And she was like, No, they'll be fine. I was like, All right. So we go over there. We that have, was we her have, response. We have pizza. We have beer. Uh, and then we're like, all right, we're just going to go and we're going to get walking passes to walk through the area. And if we want to get. So for a discounted price, you can just go in. Ten bucks. Without going into a haunted house. Yeah. Ten you bucks. You can just go into like the general area. You right? go to the general like area. Food you can buy and, food. Yeah. And they said, yeah. look, if you feel you want to come back and pay the difference to go to the house, you can do that. So that's how we left it. So it's quite the walk up. It is quite the walk up. It's very dramatic. And then you get in there and you're like, oh, this is somewhat underwhelming. There's no one here. <laughs> it yeah. is pretty underwhelming. I thought there would be more vendors. And I mean that in the best, just yeah. the outside. Like the yeah. haunts it, themselves, yeah. great. The actors, and, great. and everyone did a good job. Yeah. yeah. But we're in there and there are people trolling around. The common areas, like outside of the houses that are dressed up and look scary as shit. Yes. I'm not, I am not exaggerating when I say this. So we were in, we were not in there for more than 19. 19- <laughs> Teen seconds. Picture, dude. I turned around and I think there were probably seven kids in the in the group. Every kid <laughs> was crying. Everyone was crying. At, all all girls? No. no. There was one. There was one boy there. Yeah. He was the only one that was not. Okay. Well, I'll I'll say that like obviously like I said I'm not not a parent. Um, I do have a little brother through Big Brothers Big Sisters, and I took him through that historic haunts. He was not like really pumped about it at first because it's very. You know, like it's a lot of history, right? About Cleveland and whatnot. Um, by like the third skit, this kid was like all into it, like trying to solve the murders, reading all the different like descriptions of how the bodies <laughs> yeah. were spread out. And I'm like, dude, oh, you're wow. eight. Like you're like really into I mean, this. This is awesome. incredible. And by the end of it, he had had this whole theory of who actually committed the torso murders in Cleveland. So oh. I'm driving him back home to his, his to his mom. <laughs> like, he's like, hey, mom, night, uh, so learned- <laughs> let's talk torso murders. Yeah. And she's like, what the but fuck have like you been so doing? I was like so impressed. He was, he was into it. It was great. 
a couple patron requested topics for this uh, annual episode. Ooh, what uh, do we got? People want to hear about what we're what we've been drinking, okay. what we've been uh, listening to, mm. uh, doing a little revisit on some of that. So yeah, wow. okay. Uh, what about like it. so? I'll, I can kick off like this Down East pumpkin cider. I know we we talk about this constantly. The Down East, yeah. It's such a delicious, very uh, tasty. Uh, just it's like it's a like comfortable. I, it's an it's, unfiltered pumpkin cider. It's here with us right now. It's but, heavy uh, if yes. you don't know. And then Justin, you you uh, for today brought us uh, what? I did. What I brought I brought a Thirsty Dog Barktoberfest. It's a lager. It's a lager. It's a lager. Five percent. E- easy to drink. I think we're gonna open it. Yeah, right. Let's do it now. Right so none of us none of us have ever tried now. this, right? Oh, and there's that noise of all three cans. Wow. All right. yeah, let's give it a little all over my sip. computer now. So yep, there it goes. There's the sip sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. All right, so it's a. Uh, it's tasty. It's nutty. Yeah. Yeah. Like a. Uh, yeah. Jamie sounds incredibly disappointed. Jamie's yeah, I mean, not into it. Yeah. It's not really my type of beer. <laughs> it's only 5%, which is it's, good. Uh, yeah. It's, it's fine. It's kind of nutty, earthy. Um, it lingers on the back of your tongue there, doesn't it? It's filmy. Yeah, there's some, <laughs> there's a little bit of film down there. Well, what's your guys' favorite? Like, if you had to pick, like, a favorite pumpkin beer. Uh, oh, I don't really have one, I don't think. Yeah. I stopped, like, years ago. So, like, if you uh, go to the uh, store right now, I, it's just I like, you're going to pick this. up a pumpkin beer. Yeah. Whole hog. It's whole hog. Yeah. Whole hog's I agree. good. I've had that through you guys. I'll go with John, that too, I totally then, yeah. agree. It's because it's to go subtle enough that you're not like... Yeah, it's not pumpkin, which is also good, but that's... It's like a hey, half of one of those is good. Yeah, here's a candy fucking I, pumpkin. I just can't with pumpkin Do you anymore, want a spoon yeah. with your beer? Also, you're going to throw up because you drank two and they're fucking 9%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's good night after that. But this this is a this, this is, is doable, right? This is pretty doable. It's but no, Jamie, I'm with you on whole hog. Um, that's, that's the one. That's whole hog's go-to. good. Yeah. I have had that through you guys, and I do like it. Yeah. So what I might recommend uh, for for a little makeshift cocktail, by the way, if mm. you are a bourbon fan, here we this, go. Uh, yeah. This Downey's pumpkin cider. Here's a perfect. If you mix it with bourbon, a little yeah. bit of ice. Ooh. Wait a second. Delicious. Have you done this? Yeah. With what bourbon? No way. Yeah, I mean, does it matter? Does it not matter? Like I always have Basil Hayden around, so you're a Basil Great. Hayden guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like nice. a good Basil Hayden as well. Yeah, so I I would recommend that if you if you're looking for on ice though for sure. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'll tell you what, we're in sweater weather right now. Sweater hoodie weather. weather. That hoodie is weather. my like whiskey time. Yeah, know? we're there. Oh, yeah. We're there. Yeah. Today started it. For yeah, sure. yeah. You're like, oh, here it is. Yesterday, it's not like so much. when you go to the store and you're like shopping for sweaters. Oh yeah, I'm also shopping for bourbon. Definitely, you know. We don't know where you're shopping to get it's both JC of those Penny. things, but <laughs> it's it's the pan. You go to the, the liquor clone aisle; of, they keep whiskey yeah. under the, the shelf. Uh, but what about listening to any so Jamie? We just did. All right. So yeah, we did the Halloween playlist. My, I've just been listening to our uh, playlist. This is terrible, but I've been listening to my my own playlist. Well, I mean, <laughs> you make it I, mean I made like it. it. Yeah. So the kids have now now like they know every song on there. Then John, I think you were saying the same thing. Like our kids now oh, know just every song on there. They have ones they like, ones they don't. My kids have been singing fucking Pet Cemetery, and I heard right. Oh, somebody's watching me. I walked to the bathroom earlier, and Riker was like, "I don't want to be buried." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And That's so hilarious. I found myself explaining the lyrics to him earlier, and I was like, ah, "This is a little deeper than." That's Mike. okay. He'll figure well, no, it out. No, like when you die, you know, you're gone forever. But if you get buried in the pet cemetery. Oh, you yeah, come back to life. Back, and but he's saying tough. he doesn't want to live his life again. And then my five-year-old was like, I get it. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, right. Do you? I hope you don't. I really hope you yeah. don't get this. Uh, uh, but, yeah, no. So listen to that playlist a ton. Um, I also really love all the standard shit that we always talk about too much. But mm-hmm. another band that I love for Halloween that I don't know if I've mentioned them really is Alkaline Trio. 
Oh, um, yeah. They just have like kind of macabre lyrics Throwback, and yeah. one of my favorite fucking like I listened to them on the way here today. It was so good. So a couple quick plugs and then we'll jump into our movies. Um, yeah? Dude, I'm fucking ready. I am too. Uh, we've got a, an episode coming up with our dear friends in the Alone in the Dark podcast, uh, Maddie and Mike. And uh, oh, we're, we're dude, talking, I can't wait. Yeah, we're recording tomorrow night. I'm, I'm rubbing my hands like a Amazing. mad scientist right now. We love those dudes so much. We did an episode. If you're not familiar, we did an episode. It, uh, I don't remember the number, but we did decade ha- defining. We did like two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we did one. essentially two episodes. We did one on their podcast and then we did another two hours on our podcast so and by the end of it jamie was asleep uh we had to edit a lot of <laughs> yes. snoring out. Night, night, i'm pretty sure i was floating but yeah no, they're amazing we're really looking forward to that it's gonna be a great collaboration so uh <laughs> keep an eye out follow them if you do not they're great dudes oh they're the best uh also please consider subscribing to our patreon we do have a five dollar tier and a ten dollar tier patreon.com slash horror dads they've made a bunch of new updates to their platform effective last week so you can check out different uh, kinds and points of engagement with us. And please follow us on social media anywhere at Horror Dads. However, Instagram's our primary spot. So uh, if you'd like to connect, collaborate, you can find us on there. We do have a website, horrordads.com, where you can buy merch. A five-star, four-star, three-star, two-star, one-star review. Please make it five. Uh, would be awesome on any review platforms it does help others find <laughs> yeah. the show other numbers not needed all right let's get at it all right so we're gonna do a little round robin here again to reinforce we're gonna talk about nine films we're gonna talk about uh costs that exist in these films all of us took a little bit of a different approach mm-hmm. i think jamie's is a little mask centric yep Mine's a little um, more, I guess, atmospheric, and I talk a little bit about some costumes for people that aren't necessarily like uh, anti-heroes or yeah. or bad guys, I guess. Uh, and, Mine's and, a mix of both and of those. Justin, I think you're in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice, perfect. As I like so to this be. Will be fun. So, Jamie, I think we're gonna start with yours, right? Is that what? Yeah, we saying? are. All right. So, first off, I just want to say Halloween is nothing without the creativity and the excitement that comes around, like. Halloween costumes and masks and what you're going to be for that Halloween and what other people are going to be and like watching people trick or treat and what they're dressed up as to me, like the costume and the mask aspect of Halloween is just fucking like key. Uh, all right. So with that in mind, my first choice, we're going to start simple. We're going to start easy. Halloween five. Sheriff. They want you down at the cemetery today in the cemetery. Somebody dug up a coffin. It was a coffin of a nine-year-old girl. You've come back to us, Mark. From 1989. Ooh. Man. All right. Good, good pick. Good so the, this is the revenge. Fucking Michael Myers, right? Dude, uh, we knew return. you were going to pick the movie that had the best Best Michael Myers. The best. <laughs> the best. It's, it's low. The so low. best. So I assume that the mask of Michael Myers is not your pick here. Yeah, please tell me it's not. It is not. No, oh, mine. Uh, this mask probably is the worst, right? Do you guys agree? Uh, there's, I'd say this or four? In the franchise. It was, it was supposed to be the same from four, which is just as bad, honestly. Yeah, so then, that, then I'll agree with but that. But they then, used yeah. a different Michael Myers, so they changed the mask yeah, uh, to rough. this gem. 
I feel like they took a toilet paper roll. Yeah, dude, made the it mask is. Out of that. I don't understand For why me, you don't just use the same mask or the same type of mask. Yeah, from the like first some, one. Somebody from the set list or set, from the set crew is just like stealing that thing and running off with it. Like, just they don't have to recreate yeah. it. Yeah, just also the mask on the cover of the film. The the cover art looks fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it, it does like, not look like what cool. we get. And yeah. then you get in there, you're like, wait, is that? Oh, this. Yeah, it's like. Pencil is drawn on eyebrows. Brian Myers? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Jerry mask Myers. in question, though, is actually called, I didn't even know that it had a name, but it's called the Brute Mask. Uh, so this is the mask that Tina, who oh. Oh. is a polarizing figure in the Halloween franchise, right? The Halloween universe. Like, a lot of people don't like Tina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like Tina. I do, too, and I actually didn't even realize this was a thing. I was living in ignorance, where it was like, wait. People on Earth like uh, don't get don't along. like Tina. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. It was like shocking to me. I think honestly, I think the first couple times I watched it, I was like, "Wow, she's an annoying character." Oh uh, yeah. But then she became endearing to me the more I watched it. Like I love Tina now, um, but I can understand why people don't. A little bit like kind of over the top and ridiculous, but like again, a character that I kind of enjoy. Uh, and she has a boyfriend named Mikey. Oh my God! Don't get and he drives this fucking dude. like you know. This is my 67 Chevelle. Like, don't even fucking look it's, at it. It's Dude. a 67 Camaro. It's one of my favorite yeah, yeah, cars. Yeah, there you ever. go. Yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. I love that car. Uh, I, I had the him. year right at it's least. A 67 Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> Come on. And he's the type of dude, right? Like, if you even look at it wrong, like he's buffering out the scratch and he feels like you might have put on it if you looked at it like too hard. Yeah. Uh, you did it with your eyes. So she yeah. gives him this mask, like, I got a gift for you. <laughs> she is a little bit annoying, I guess. <laughs> she is. Uh, so she gives him this, like, mask that's this fucking brute mask, which looks like it, it reminds me of, like, an old man that r- runs, like, a junkyard. You know, like yep. the eyebrows are too thick, like very unkempt. With yeah. a cigar uh, for a dick- nose. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and so this mask is something that like he doesn't really wear much. But so Michael kills Mikey in this dramatic scene where he like takes a rake across like a oh, fucking man. claw hammer it, across yeah. the paint. I do and, uh, enjoy his comeuppance. Yeah, no, he deserves it. Like well, they really make him a prick. Definitely, but also real quick, picking like, his pimple in the mirror. That's the weirdest garden tool I've ever seen. It is weird. Anybody murdered with? <laughs> Not that I've seen a plethora of people murdered with yeah. garden tools, but that one takes the cake. Just Sorry, Jimmy, three go ahead. prongs. Yeah, what, what is are you that? doing with that? Yeah. Also, where did you find that? Is where that a did hoe? he find that? Because it's like a it's a like liquor a store, store or yeah. something. Yeah. Why do they have this hoe? Hey, uh, garden hoe. Yeah. I'll do. Can I do a fifth of jack and a bag of? Topsoil, please. In that hand hoe. It's a hand hoe. Hand hoe. Yeah. A hand gardening tool. Hand hoe. Uh, but anyway, so once, once Michael kills Mikey, takes his mask, he now goes to pick up Tina. Tina wants a ride to the Tower Farm party. Mm. She also needs to stop at the store for all. some cigarettes. But Mikey comes and picks her up, and he takes off his Michael Myers mask, uh, puts on the brute mask, Mm-hmm. Shows up in the fucking muscle car. He's got the gloves on. He did put the fucking driving so gloves on at Camaro, least. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls up in there. Exhaust is way too loud. The neighbors are pissed. They're yeah, annoyed. They hate him. Oh, God damn. damn Mikey's Mikey. back. Fucking Mikey. And this this mask is like, it's frightening. Like yeah. if I was a child and saw that mask, that's as scary as Michael Myers mask. It is. Honestly. It is. Yeah. Those fucking old men masks, man. Oh, dude, they are. But I feel like that adds just like, I like that character. I feel like. What I love about the franchise is they do a little something different every every time, every movie, but they always have these characters. Uh, they're not all... I don't feel like many in Halloween 5 are likable. Mm-hmm. Outside of, to me, like, you know, 
Tina. Uh, but when you get to like these guys now, like Mikey and then the other dude, what's yeah. his name? He's got a name. Oh, they the call him dude? some. Yeah, the blonde yeah. dude. Yeah, um, he's got a nickname. God damn. Yeah, she's Spitz. Spitz. Uh, yes. Spitz. But those two dudes are name. very unlikable to me. Yeah. Like Spitz is a douche. Well, and his girlfriend is like mega hot. Also, on top of it, Spitz and that girl that you just spoke of, when they're in that barn and they're having that sex scene, that's easily the most awkward sex scene oh, I think I in it, the history dude. of film. Not just horror. They involve but cats. in film. It's it like is it's like, haunting. I agree, dude. I agree. I can't watch it. I can't it. watch it. I'm it's so like, bad. I, like, I'll be like watching it during work, He's and I'll like have an arm up the noise covering my eyes. And He's like, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I'm that. not joking. I had to mute it the other day. Yeah, it is so bad. It I closed sounds... my blinds when I was watching because people walked by and they could see what I'm watching. I was like, they're not going <laughs> to no, see this. can't see this. <laughs> nope. Not on it's, this street, bud. It's just uh, <laughs> kittens and sex. Hey, we're and, here for the haunted house. Shut your fucking blinds. That scene always, anytime I watch and I've only seen this movie like probably six times, but like every time I watch it, that barn scene brings me back to <sighs> behind the mask. I'm like, that's the best, yeah, yeah. Dude. the best barn scene. Not to sidetrack, Halloween yeah, I think or uh, watched... Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. That's a good well. one too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I've watched Halloween Five six times this week, dude. Totally. I something so happened cool. to me where Four and Five are just like, yeah, there it is. Maybe it's you're like once the, it became the streaming. Zone, yeah, you yeah. know. Either way, so Halloween 5 is my first pick. We're, that's going to start us off. All right. Uh, it's called The Brute Mask. You the can buy that mask. like Trick or Treat Studios. Let's do it tonight. All right, so Justin, I think you're going second, yeah? Yeah. All right, yeah, man. I think so. What is your first costume mask pick? All right, so my first pick is going to be Goosebumps, The Haunted Mask 2 from 1995. Before getting into this, I would like to say, first off, R.L. Stein does this intro into the show. And I got to say, he's just as creepy as I remember as when I was a kid. It did not change at all. No, he's a creepy guy. He's creepier. Yeah. He knows he is. That's why he does it. But yeah. I just want to note it. Um, he's from Ohio. Columbus, I think. And right? he's, yeah. he's supposed to be the crypt keeper, essentially. Yeah, so like more or less. Yeah. 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 But basically, if everybody remembers, uh, Haunted Mountain, Carly Beth. Uh, oh, she yeah. gets a mask from a shop, learns her lesson oh, eventually. Um, you know, she has to show the symbol of love, or she gets this mask made from her mother, and that's how she gets out of the scenario, blah, blah, blah. Right. But with this second one, Carly Beth is still around, right? It's yeah. in her neighborhood. Steve, this new kid, uh, he thinks he's too old to dress up for Halloween uh, until a mysterious figure leads him into a scary mask kind of scenario. Same thing as Carly Beth, uh, a store. Um, and he becomes an evil, ugly old man, a long yellow hair, spiders coming out of his ears and stuff. Um, but unfortunately those who wear the mask find themselves feeling old, tired, and evil. Um, his best friend Chuck is another thing that was funny to me. Side note, he was, uh, Bill, uh, Adam Sandler's best friend in Billy Madison. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. That's where I saw him. I was like, that guy. Wait a minute. He was in that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. my God. And I was like, dude. why are you so familiar, kid? And he was in Billy Madison. That's amazing. When, he, when Billy, like Adam Sandler gets to high school. But um, 
more or less, like I chose this because as the mask takes over Steve's body, it like truly does become terrifyingly creepy and unsettling to the point where no one wants anything to do with this kid because they think he's actually a scary little old man. Yeah. And that's all I've ever wanted in terms of a Halloween costume. Like it's so bad. You're like, get away from me. Like at one point, I don't know if you remember this, but at one point there's like a little kid comes up to his mask. It's like the biggest dis dis, dis ever. He's like, please help me. I can't get the mask off. Little kid's like, that's not a mask, mister. mister. That's your face. And then they <laughs> run away. Uh, it's really just, um, I don't know. Growing up, this is something that was very, very fun to watch. And uh, yeah. it aged bad in terms of graphics, as, yeah. it, as they always do. And John's pulling up the, yeah, the mask, can, thank God. You can buy the mask at Trick or Treat Studios. 60 bucks. Love it. Jamie. Buy three right yeah, let now. Me, let me see. John, toss it on the Horror Dad's credit card. <laughs> yeah. Let's party, Oh, bud. my Look God, at, dude. Could you imagine? <laughs> like, oh, what, my God. That looks like someone's like wrinkled the bottom yeah. of an old man's foot and then like every the underside i thought you're going in different it's direction it's funny you're showing that picture because like every time he puts the mask on it makes that noise where it's like sucking to his face oh, it's like, dude. i dude i know so gross that is like a that came out of a bog yeah in, deep in louisiana and yeah. i love how his voice changes throughout <laughs> what do you have against louisiana yeah, yeah but no it's it's uh it's it's something that's like that move that 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 show is just terrifying as is, especially when you're a kid. But you add these aspects into it where there's a second one. Yeah. Uh, and it's great. Super daunting, too, you got to think, because I am I would imagine, I know for us, and I don't have any, like, empirical data to back this up, but, and we should ask Tim when we talk to him, uh, who did the artwork for the original, oh, yeah. uh, original book. But the success of that original one that came out, you know everyone must have been like, we need a second. Yeah, like Scholastic was probably like, "Hey, uh, RL, how uh, close are we to Haunted Mass 2? And go, um, yep, just making toast. I'll get a third one out now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I distinctly remember uh, being excited to pick this one up because that first one was so prolific yeah. and so uh, such a huge part of my childhood. Oh my god! For any like nineties, yeah. first one's god great. Person. It's really good. Yeah, and uh, I the translation translation of these books to the show, I. I, I love that show. I agree. So much. Totally. Yeah. They, I really like this second one too. Um, uh, because yeah. it's nice to kind of separate from Carly Beth, but mm -hmm. that she's still in the picture. Yeah. I yep. like that. Yeah. And we got the new, uh, new goosebumps. Starting I'm excited a for week that from yesterday. Yeah. We do. I can't wait. We, I, 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 I so want to try to finish. It's going to be good. I haven't started yet. The new pet cemetery prequel show. I'm I want to kind of do that Bloodlines. for yeah. Yeah, oh, Bloodlines. Wait, that's a show? Bloodlines yes. on, is it Paramount Plus? What's Paramount it on? Plus, I believe. Okay, I'm going to start that this I'm week for sure. because We all love Pet Cemetery, so yes. we need to be on that now. Totally. I want to start that I thought it was well. a movie. Yeah, no, I think it's a series. They, they never, yeah, they never told us it was a series until no. like a week ago. So Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. a dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> and it's not you. It's all right. Um, <sighs> but I, I also, last thing to, to, to go off with Steve as the little old man, I just like how he's... His voice changes, and he really does just treat his friend like shit. At some point, when he's like, "Shut your mouth," he just gets so mad. He's like, he just flips out on him. And then at some some point, the kid runs away, and he's like, "I'm just so tired. I need some candy." That's like what happens when just, you're old. And he's just like freaking out. That is what eating happens. Candy. My sugar's and, low, and then he can't breathe because his sugar's low. Shut your mouth. And he's got like flies and bugs. All need over a Werther's original oh, now. Oh. Give me some butterscotch Stat. now. It would have been better yeah. if he had a creepy southern accent. 
Shut your mouth. I need butterscotch, yeah. please. I, I got I my mask it. from the bog deep in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. Justin, great one. John, number one pick, man. Well, I mean, my you know, first pick. Yeah, first yeah. Pick, I'm going yeah. in, in reverse order here. So No, we know that it's, this is your number one. It's definitely not my number <laughs> Don't one. confuse it. And so I went a different route, and uh, I approached Levity uh, with my selection, my first selection here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with a film that we all love very much in very similar vein to what uh, Justin just picked, which was linked to a, a book from childhood. But mm-hmm. I went with the 2019 film Scary Stories to Tell in the Ooh, Dark. Yep. For years, the people in this town told lies about me. They locked me away, called me a monster. Now they will get the monster they all deserve. Sarah Bellows' book. When the stories write themselves and it all comes alive. Who came up with all this sick stuff? So this was directed by Andre Overdahl, starring Zoe Coletti, uh, Michael Garza, Gabriel Rush. And this is it's a period piece, right? Takes takes place back in 1968. Yep. So we've got our, our main character, Stella, and she has her friends that uh, find this this new dude in town in uh, Ramon. And they've got this this book they find of stories and uh, very similar to the. So the Goosebumps movie, when this came out, I was really interested to see, like, how are they going to tie all these kind of, like, independent, siloed stories that exist on their own into, like, one master kind of story. So I remember being very excited about that. And uh, I was really revved when they kind of assembled the friend group. And I was like, oh, shit, like, we've got cool characters here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my, my favorite character is the comic relief kid, Chuck, right? Chuck's the best. So when when that beginning sequence happens and you're going through the town. I know we've talked about this a million times, but you've got that Donovan song season, the witch, which was on our Halloween playlist episode. And oh man, dude, when that chorus, hits, I love like, it. They I, open so well. I, fuck, it, yeah. I'll, I will punch through my ceiling fist pumping right yeah. now. It really this. is kick the way through that it. They, if you will. Yes. <clears throat> we were talking about this earlier about how on your Halloween playlist, your girls don't like that song. Yeah. But if they knew it in the context of that movie, it would it's be different. So they, because they're the way like that they present it in that movie is they're so perfect. It. And it takes place in 1968, right? So it's yeah, like, so it it's very relevant. so relevant. Yeah. Yep. And the way the town looks and the way you look at, you, you're looking at these cars driving by, you're like, that car does not have a piece of plastic on it. It's all metal. Metal right. to you know the I mean? core. And it, it, the whole movie yep. is seething that, right? It feels like so saturated with Halloween. And I love how they jump basically directly from that to... Uh, trying to subtly begin to introduce characters, and then it's like immediately, it's like, oh, we're at, we're at Halloween, and people are getting yep. dressed in their costumes. Yep. And so <clears throat> we're introduced quickly to Chuck, who's got all this fucking great banter with his sister, and uh, they do some foreshadowing. It's like, oh, does Chuck's sister have uh, something going on there with her face? Um, mm-hmm. And you know that quickly after reading these books, especially uh, from up, the you're book, like, oh, yeah. Okay, I know what that one's gonna be, um, but. Chuck comes out dressed as a spider mm-hmm. in the way he looks at his mother mm-hmm. and he says something like, I said, spider man, not, not spider, a man who is man, a spider. Yeah. Or whatever right. he says. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love it. And I love the, the humor and actually that whole friend group. Um, 
and yeah, his buddy the dynamic yeah he's dressed as a clown but he keeps saying he's like a puro yeah or he's whatever. a puro i'm yeah. a puro yeah, I'm a yeah. plus there's some intelligence here with like the racism the classism the whole yeah all, all of totally, that being dude, totally. There's they, a lot of undertones going on. They cover it well. Yeah. And it's it's really tasteful the way they do it. Yeah, and this is PG-13, I think. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. how do you guys notice? I mean, I'm sure you know this, but it's crazy how this movie contains no blood whatsoever. Yeah, like zero, and they still make this thing just horrifying and haunting as as hell. That's like it's I, when I pulled it up to watch it again. Classic this week, ghost story vibe, right? Yeah, yep. I was like, can I introduce this to the kids at all? And then I started watching through, and I was like, oh, I don't think so. A couple uh, of years. Even the toe stew. Yeah. I was like, the toe no, stew they'll is, never eat oh, again. It's so gooey, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's a great Good pick. one, man. Like, the scarecrow and the jock, like, to me, is, like, the biggest thing. Like, I love that one. It's so uh, good with him, like, turning into. So he's good. Like, and when like he's, how, like, throwing up the. Yeah, you can, uh, you can almost feel, like, like him, like, uh, dry heaving. He's itchy. Like, that. Um, and then the jangly, Herald. the jangly man is like, you know, he was at far Tower Farm, the scariest thing ever rolling around. So scary. With yeah. no shirt on. Right. I do. Ugh. I do wonder though. Cause like the Chuck and Augie, like don't make it out in the, at the end, like when did this movie come out again? 2019. Yeah. Is there's going to be a sequel? Cause I mean, there's multiple books. We grew up with the books. I remember my sister came home with these books and it scared the shit out of me. Just I looking so. at these illustrations. That's all I did as a kid actually was look at the illustrations of these books. And my mom would wonder why I had trouble sleeping. I was just staring at these illustrations. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I'm fine. It's weird. Though. All right, so we're going to go to mine number two here. This is going to be a doozy. Uh, this is a film that is a little bit poor, a little bit fancy, a little bit true crime. This is Lady in White from 1988. It's 1962. It's Halloween. I wish I was as weird as you. Thanks. There's nothing wrong with the town of Willow Point Falls that a powerful imagination can't cure. Hold on a second. You left out a few classifications here. There's a you lot. Out, <laughs> uh, Don't think, try and skirt by this, bud. I think John and I are going to have at it. After you text it, or after you provided this selection to us. I said, this is a video that you would watch in health class. Oh my God. I don't know what that even means. The way this fucking movie is filmed. Dude, it feels like a movie that you watch like about sexual him, harassment. Yeah. I'm with that. Let's let him describe it and oh then we'll get God. into it. All I'm right. So it. this is a movie again, came out in 1988. It's about a uh, 1960s small town where a boy is haunted by the spirit of a little girl who was killed and her mother who is kind of just at, you know, unrest. Her spirit is, is uneasy because she's still wondering what happened to her daughter and who killed her daughter back in, uh, what, who know what would it have been at that point? The fucking forties or fifties. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so dude, first of all, let me say what I love about this movie. Yeah. I love the charm. Oh yeah. I love yeah, the yeah. family, that that, yeah. like Italian family. Uh, so this movie probably, I, I can't even, like, they live in this farm, probably, what, tw- I think he says 25 miles outside of the city, New York. So they live in, like, probably Jersey or something. What is it? They never really I, well, I did wonder, because they, the scene is, like, big city, and then it's, like, nice, cute little yeah. town on the water. Yeah. And, like, no he idea. makes a point. It's fake, uh, for sure. When but... he flies in at the beginning, uh, when we, like, a current day. Yeah. Probably the 80s. 
the writer who was the boy from Frankie from the, the meat of the movie. Frankie flies in. He had written a movie or written a book that like the cab driver won't shut the fuck up about how his wife loved the book. And it was scary. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. character that you never see his face. Frankie is an adult. That's the director. Yeah. And we never Frank see his Loloja face or whatever. Frank Loja, Correct. Uh, but again, I love the relationship of the kid. I hate his brother, but I love the relationship of him and his brother, the family, the grandpa who is always trying to fucking sneak cigarettes, and the the grandma is yeah, constantly like coming up yeah. with new ways to like bust yeah. them. And uh, it's just like the charm on this movie is off the charts. It gets weird. We have dream sequences like way too many. We get like ghost vision, uh, death like Tony Soprano death sequences, uh. It's just like it kind of runs the gamut, and it does a lot. It's a really fucking uh, ambitious film for 1988, in my Dude, opinion. It is. I, I, I totally it doesn't always that. work. There's a lot of CGI type stuff that just doesn't work. But the fact that they tried it in 1988, honestly, like it does. I imagine it probably looked pretty good back then. Uh, and I love the characters, uh, even that like those shit fucking kids from school. Like characters like that are what make good movies it has a touch of i know that you said like you've said a lot of things john i'm sure you'll mention the peter pan and stuff uh but like i get a little bit of a christmas story as well oh Oh, guys i'm sorry i'm gonna get up and leave i'm really sorry nobody mentioned that you guys never mentioned that oh my god Uh, everything else was mentioned except for that so i'm sorry uh but that those vibes are heavy so i'm gonna jump right in on that because I, when I watched this movie, and I what I boiled it down to, I think, was the music in the movie. The, the score mm. and all everything just confused the hell out of me, and I think that's why I was confused. Was mainly the music. Because it's really it jumps fantastical, from, right? It, yeah, it jumps from, like, never-ending yeah. story vibes for one second, and then all of a sudden your Christmas story, like you said, Disney, and then bang, Exorcist, and then back to, back to never-ending story. Threw me off big time. It's wild. I'd love to get the vinyl of this. Yeah, it's probably a mess oh, yeah. it's probably like also like <laughs> i don't know how i'm supposed to feel <laughs> what do i do with this there are like 19 uh records in the pack too it's like <laughs> yeah. four your hours long <laughs> which one do you want to do <laughs> yeah i think that here, here's the comparative i sent you guys this is what i text text oh yeah it was good i laughed out loud to this this was 11:04 p.m on tuesday of this past week i said this is like watching willy wonka mixed with peter pan mixed with trick-or-treat while also watching a video you, you'd view in health class in seventh grade. <laughs> it, and dude. Jamie asked, are we talking about the same movie? And Justin was like, oh, no, we're definitely talking we're, about I, the same I movie. I sent a picture. I was like the little kid that yes. ends up being in Mars Attacks. That's it. Yes. So uh, what's the mask? The what? mask in question here is the vampire mask dude, that Frankie wears so, at the beginning. Yeah. He wears to school, and then he also wears it when he's confronted in the coat room by the perpetrator i'm hoping this movie kind of turns into a whodunit right we yeah. we get this like uh, yeah so frankie see, loop, frankie sees this ghost of a little girl who eventually was murdered mm-hmm. uh and she kind of insinuates that whoever he sees a vision of her kind of interacting with her killer who we don't see we just see her like interacting with somebody and talking to them yeah. what their favorite song is and she's singing it uh and then we see a personal item of of hers fall down the heater grate or whatever yeah. the heater vent. And so what happens is the heater uh, or the air conditioning or whatever the fuck is being replaced at the school. So the killer at this point decides I better get the back to that vent, clean out whatever had fallen in there. That way 
when they replace the system, they won't see these mementos left behind. Just so happens Frankie's in there to get his coat because some bullies sent him in there. You'll see when you watch it. Either way, uh, at this point, now we've, we've, Frankie is confronted by the perpetrator, but he's wearing his mask, so that that person has no idea who Frankie is behind mm-hmm. the vampire mask. I know. I so love the, how it plays that like role. Yes, that, that's the thing. Is it piece. plays a couple different things. Yeah. Like, yeah. That part's Like when cool. he's talking to his grandma before he leaves for school and he's wearing it and you can hear the muffled. Like It's just like everything about it is so perfect. It's Halloween. Also, it feels this is, great. That, this is Larry Cerise's family. And I also... Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Go ahead. I also wanted to mention the wolf mask that the kid puts on when Frankie is coming through town and like ends up riding I through the it. cement because his brother too. puts it's on that good mask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the whole thing in like that town that they ride their bike through, like that sequence Did of them riding their bike through is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. I could fall asleep to like that on repeat. Uh, just like them going through that town and they're setting up the Halloween displays in all the local stores. Yeah. And I think I texted you guys like, I would rent out one of those displays good. just to like sleep in at night did, uh, because it's just perfect. Did you guys ever, uh, speaking of the spot when he's like, they're riding through and whatnot, did you guys ever toilet paper houses when you were a kid? You ever do that stuff during Halloween? I did not. But I this is funny not. that you mentioned this, Justin, because Toby we have a- Me neither. <laughs> no, you did. Well, I can well, tell. We'll go ahead and ask Joey. Does yeah. that. But it's funny you say this because across the street, directly across the street from my house- uh, is a family of our neighbors, our friends, yeah, and their kids play football. And every year, this date, today, before I came here, the crew, like the cheerleaders come and they toilet paper all the football players' houses. Oh, And so yeah. today, before I came here, there they were, toilet paper in our neighbor's house. And I was just like grinning out there. There's leaves falling and like <laughs> the wind is blustering. And like, I was just like, I think they called the cops. Yeah, you should have. I would have. <laughs> We didn't do it when we were in high school. Well, maybe Joey might be able to say uh, something else. This I did it when we were like cheerleaders is toilet papering the house, and across the street there's a man <laughs> standing there in his boxers <laughs> smiling. Uh, so speaking of the the vampire mask, yes, trick or treat vibes as hell. That's dude, where that came it from. it yeah. it really is. They like, had to have like, used that as a like yeah. It's exactly mask, mask yeah. but just painted better. Yeah. yeah, right. It's like so nice. This mask so, in this movie was like handmade in Italy, I think. <laughs> So what did By you guys Frank think of the Lilisha's movie? Wife. That's so incredible. Good. Is that real? Uh, I mean, Dude, you should has, tell people it, that, but yeah, I, I just be. made that up oh, right now. Oh, my God, John. But you should. No, don't. You should tell people that. Any listener, do not tell anyone that. <laughs> Any listener. So what did you guys think of the movie? Your first time seeing it, Justin? <laughs> I was, yes, it was my first John, time you've seeing it. it. Yeah. Well, I watched a good portion of it with you before. Yeah. But Justin, go ahead and share your thoughts. Here's what I'm going to say. I know both of my sisters, and my sisters are older than me. Um by five and seven years or so. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that they have both seen this movie and it's probably, they feel like it's like, yeah, it's a good movie. That's, that's what we thought it would be watching it. Uh, from my <laughs> viewpoint, I was so confused because it was a roller coaster of emotions. And also what am I watching? Again, it went from never ending story all the way down to exorcist yeah, and then back to never ending story and then Disney something else. Uh, and the music, I think if they changed the music in it, I would have thought I could have a consistent feel of this movie, but the music is what confused me. Uh, nevertheless, I enjoyed it. It was just hard for me to grasp at first. Yeah. Uh, the great, yeah. the Italian grandma was my favorite part though. I will say, cause I could relate to her so well. Yeah. yeah. I get her. I love, um, I, I do. I love the wholesomeness of it. I love the, um, wholesomeness. Yes. It was, it was nice. And it's the family component, I think in the town. And by the way, I, I looked, it was filmed in Lyons, New York, which is like 
very upstate, like almost to the okay to the border. Um, oh, yeah. It's so like it's Syracuse it's it's no, yeah. Maybe? I think the closest could city be was the city? Clo- was uh, Syracuse. Okay, was the closest city because they show it like the they show how their proximity it, yeah. to the city. Yeah. yeah, like there's that's not like a giant city. So. No. But glad I watched Dude. it. Dude. Yeah, I, I also... That's I, a movie I saw very late in life. Like, I probably saw it for the first time five years ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the first of what I saw of it with you, too. Yeah. But I, I, there were certain scenes in this movie that I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like the trick-or-treat thing. And the scene with the, in the car. Um, Isn't there a scene in the car, like, where they're, he's trying to lock the doors and everything? And the old oh, guy. when he's out! Oh, at, uh, yeah, at the shooting end. Yeah, yeah. That it's is, got it's got the yes, it's got yes. the. That's actually the scariest, and like I love the ending. That's actually. the fucking scene. I from thought Scream. the ending was awesome. Yeah, it's the same. It, that is almost identical, except for when. Yeah, that because like, that's because that's well, the reveal. He switches all of a sudden. He's like, "Oh shit, I can't cover myself up anymore. I'm, I'm gonna done. freak out. I'm gonna duck you below the car. You get that exposition, and now yeah. I'm now I'm the psycho. Yeah, but you kind of feel bad for that guy because he's like, I fucked up. Also. You were like home free. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I, I, the way that scene's filmed and the, with the doors locking and stuff, that was that was don't so. Don't sing screen. that song. The bud. false perpetrator. That whole scene where the, the you yeah. think he's free. Yeah. And don't then sing. the oh, dude. Yeah. That that actually is one There's thing. There's some I don't, real tragedy. I don't want to skip movie. over that because that that part is really upsetting. That like that family just gets <laughs> completely ruined. Um. All right. So we're going to pivot a little bit from Lady in White. We're going to do uh, a movie from 2007. It's called Murder Party. The invitation said murder party. If some jackass is dumb enough to come here, then he deserves to die. He's a white male. He's perfect. And when we're done, we'll rule the scene. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Welcome to your murder. Man in White. <laughs> it's called Man in White at the Murder Party. No, it is called Murder Party. And this movie is, uh, it was definitely low budget. Um, I'll say it's horror comedy, low budget, um, but... That's that's why I love it. Um, my friend Heather actually showed me this movie, um, and I was so confused at first. Like, why the hell have <laughs> I never seen this? And she's like, no, don't worry, you'll love this. And I did. Um, but the main character is just a normal guy. He's boring as hell. Uh, he's got a cat named Sir Lancelot. Yep. Um, who, who he talks to probably a little too much, which I can absolutely relate to, uh, having a cat and a dog. <laughs> um, but... Uh, he gets a mysterious invite to a quote unquote murder party um, in what looks to be like a rough side of town. Walking through, uh, no big deal. Um, fashions together a costume of some kind of like knight in shining cardboard. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like a great shining cardboard, right? <laughs> kind that's of like my, a robot, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, this is my pick where it's like I'm not choosing a single costume, it's multiple costumes because. Once you get into the once you get into the party that he shows up to, he gets there and there's some random people that are confused why he's even there. Uh, they're unprepared uh, and they're just a little bit, you know, disheveled. But you've got anybody from a baseball fury from the movie The Warriors. Yep. Uh, you've got oh, uh, you've got Priz from Blade Blade Runner. 
who is also incredible. And then you have just a werewolf, which I always appreciate a werewolf. Um, but the, they, they wait, or isn't yeah. he a vampire? Isn't didn't he say he's supposed to be a Victorian vampire or something? The other guy is supposed oh, to be yeah, a Victorian yeah. vampire. Yeah. And he was, but yeah, he's yeah. very much like what we do yeah, in the shadows. He's trying to be Brad Pitt. Vampire. Isn't he in what we do in the shadows? No, that guy's from something, but I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, the point of the party, the like long short of it, is they intend to commit a murder as a piece of artwork to impress this, uh, Alexander guy. He's kind of a tool. Um, he's got a big he's grant. Like a wealthy, sinister patron of some sort. It's supposed to be um, like Scarface, yeah. Yeah, he's Scarface, but in the hopes that like they're gonna get like a grant from him. Um, yeah, they keep swinging this fucking grant in their yeah, face. Yeah, and this guy just turns out to be nothing. He's a nobody. Um, he's like I'm a butcher. Yeah, he's like I'm a line cook. No big deal. Yeah. Oh my god. But our main character, not, not shooting on people that do that for a living, but yeah. he pretends to be a. Yeah, he's he's trying to be like somebody who's giving like zillionaire. Like, yeah. yeah, but our main character. The first kill of the movie, which is so great, our main character brings a pumpkin loaf to the to the party, yeah. and he put ra- puts raisins in it. And they show you in the beginning; he's shaking those raisins in. He's like, "I'm gonna, they're gonna love this fucking pumpkin loaf." <laughs> brings it. The girl that stresses a zombie cheerleader is like, "Is there raisins in this?" Falls over, hits her head, gut blood's gushing everywhere. Oh my god! She dies immediately. From there, everyone just starts partying, getting drunk. They ignore the fact that she's dead. They tie him up, Chris. But they party, they get drunk, they get high, uh, and the main character they're just trying to kill is just, like, hanging out there, observing all their, like, ridiculousness. Um, but from there, it kind of overflows to, like, a riot of outrageous but hilarious violence that leaves, like, almost no one alive. So yep. it's it's kind of a mess. That's kind of why I like it. Uh, favorite scene, I think, is he kind of, like, escapes uh, and traps himself somehow into, like, a weird closet. Um, and then as soon as he walks out of the closet, he just has like a bunch of random, random tools, uh, from the closet and just throws them and then runs away after that. I, I do love how this movie is basically a comedy of errors, right? It's a lot of that. Yeah, for sure. A little bit like what's our cabin movie that we love? Tucker and Dale versus Tucker and Dale. Dale. A little bit, a little bit that. And I, the, the comedic element. So I, this first time watching horror comedy for sure. Yeah. And when you sent your list over, we were looking at it and there was one movie that was on the fence that all of us had seen a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you were like, Hey, I don't, I don't know what to do on this one. It's this or that. And I was like, Oh, I've not seen this. So let me check it out. And it was one of those things where I pulled, like I found it and I was looking at it and I was like, "Eh, why did he pick this? Yeah. But it was before I even pressed play. Fair. And then instantly, as soon as it started rolling, I was like, Oh my God, this is super low budget. Very. Yeah. But it's really, it's one of those things where, I feel like so many people in real life are very funny and they understand humor and the translation of being able to do that effectively on screen, I feel like is, is very, very difficult. Yeah. And timing and, and the right people being there and the right inflect, like so many of those factors are important to nail it. And I think that, uh, they somehow do that effectively in, in this, like they didn't have a lot and they made it happen. And I, I, yeah. uh, I, I, I truly really enjoy, I laughed my ass off the way our main character, he's tied up the entire time. Chris. Yeah. It's great. Um, and the, just the way he moves his eyes the entire time. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so it's like, funny. Yeah. Like the way it's filmed and the he's way he so does awkward. it. so awkward. Yeah. Even like what I said, when he's coming out of the closet, shitty tools out. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I love that. So yeah, I, I, I was really pleased with how this, uh, how then this it out. divulges into a. 
essentially a chase type movie yeah. there at the end. At the end, we oh get my to God. Uh, you know like the art studio. It's just the art like exhibit, this shitty, right? This shitty like culture and like group of people that's like so pretentious. Yeah, it's like hey, this isn't this isn't fake. And the guy that's like running the art exhibit reminds me so much of the CEO from Megan. Uh, yeah, yeah. It reminds me so much of that dude, and like their comedic like element is so much the same. But I love that part where like he goes in there, he gets a chainsaw, goes yeah. to town, yep, uh, leaves and calls nine one one. Like that dude's life probably after this movie is over is probably bad. Yeah, for because sure. Because his DNA had to be all over everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. <laughs> really no escaping what you've done at that point. Like you kind of made yourself complicit as a criminal. Uh, but this movie, I was telling John that uh, when I very first shot, first got <clears throat> Shutter. The first movie I watched was this movie called You Might Be the Killer. Second movie I watched on Shudder was this movie. Mm, yeah. And I remember like not even thinking like when I watched it the other day, yeah. I was like, man, this movie's really like grainy looking. And maybe it's because I was watching on Tubi at this point, but it's like really grainy looking and looked old and looked very independent. Yeah. I remember when I first watched it for the first time, I didn't have that feeling. Right. I was like, this is like a cool movie. Like this is something I've never seen and a kind of an approach I'm not used to. So, yeah, I, this movie holds a very special place in my heart, so I'm really glad you picked it. Definitely, man. Yeah, glad, I, glad you think so. I, I think it's really exciting to see a group that can operate on limited budget, too, and just be oh, yeah. creative. And it's like The Office, almost, in the sense that it's like, this yeah. show doesn't look amazing. No. But because everyone's doing their job Gets really the well, job done. it's hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, it lands. It's really funny. It's right. well done. So uh, I enjoy that about this, for sure. So, nice, man. Great pick, man. Thanks. Very good pick. It's a goodie. All right. Let's go to my next one. So my number two is a classic. Very uh, opposite of what I just uh, selected for my first. It so is. my classic is the Roger Spottiswood film Terror Train from 1980. I saw this on your list, John. I was like, "Yep, makes sense." <laughs> I mean, we all love this movie, but you like, want to you pick that twenty twenty film. Love talking about the this 20, movie, twenty twenty terror train. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I do love talking about this movie, and I'm gonna explain a couple of reasons as to why in a moment here. So this is starring Ben Johnson, Jamie Lee Curtis, and David M. Effing Copperfield is in this movie. I know, for man. Some I reason. saw that. Yeah, very weird that that's the case. Young as hell. Super Because we know that the year of this movie. And I've never seen someone move their hands with such rapid fashion as in this movie. Uh, but so we've got basically a prank that goes terribly wrong. And you've got a handful of college students. I think there are six or seven of them that are responsible. And they're being targeted by this basically this mass killer in... Um, what is a New Year's Eve party, and they're all dressed up for some reason. That's yeah. a confusing element. Yep. Uh, but they're on a train, and they're on this moving train, and they're trying to manage the fact that there's this, uh, this masked, masked killer uh, scenario going on. So let me explain why I have so much affection toward this movie first, and then I will cover uh, the costume in question. Please do. So my aunt 
my Aunt Jan was really my kind of my gateway to horror, and she would allow for me to watch movies that I shouldn't be watching. I don't think I knew that. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. And she's not a huge horror fan. I was going to say, I didn't coin her as one. That's incredible. Sorry to But what Aunt Jan would do is she would say, like, I know that this is important to you, so I'll, you know, I'll enable your fascination toward whatever it is. And the cover art for this movie always had that very distinct image of Groucho Marx, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or the Groucho Marx costume, uh, which is very quickly confronted. This is a whodunit the entire time. And yeah. everyone's in costume, which makes it really fun, really exciting. And uh, the Groucho <laughs> Marx costume plays this very critical, pivotal role because you've got this practical jokester. He's on the platform. Everyone's going on. He pretends to get stabbed by a, a sword. And then... He really does, and everyone's like, okay, boy who cried wolf, blah, 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 real funny. And then throughout the course of the movie, the killer is changing different costumes after he you know, knocks people off. So this is the element that I love about this movie, is that with each kill, the killer takes the costume the of who he killed. Yeah. And I fucking love that, dude. Dude. And- I did not see that part coming, and then once it happened with uh, D... Marks or whatever the guy's name is within the lizard costume. Oh, yeah. That's when I was like, oh, Jackson. this is what... Yeah. yeah. That's his costume. D-Jack or whatever, yeah. Yeah. He's like, this is what he's doing. This is what they're doing now. This is so cool. I was like in tears. I don't know if you guys remember this part at the end when, ah, dang it. I can't, I should say this if we're trying to not reveal the ending for people. Train. Well, anyways, when the killer is revealing themselves, there is a layer that is happening after layer after layer. Yeah. And I was just like crying, laughing at this because I'm thinking like, (laughs) first off, this is awesome. It's low budget, but it's awesome. They're taking layer after layer after layer, and it's like you could have stopped after the first layer. We knew who it was, bud. Yeah, no big deal. It's like when you have that Santa <laughs> Claus that's like the little Russian doll. Yeah, the Russian doll. Yeah. When you take it, it's, it's like, like oh, a mini version. I just and you take to it, like, another stop mini- it, but keep <laughs> yeah. going because I'm laughing right now. Yep. Um, but yeah, like you, you knew like this is like a low budget movie because they're like in blistering cold at one point, and the next next spot they're in you know like, weather's <laughs> fall weather or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. That's a, that's an eighties movie, like to the max. If they're just trying to make something, but it oh, it worked out so great. I loved it. Yeah, I love this movie. Sans uh, <laughs> David Copperfield. Why were you in that movie? Yeah, I mean, weird. I even love his aspect. Like, I it's don't. Ridiculous. It's ridiculously uh, like mystical. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And that band playing. Yeah. By the way, like. Yeah. It, it's a weird movie. I hope. What I, I have... love about it is the weird charm, mm-hmm. and without David Copperfield, that weird charm is, you know. That's fair. Yeah. But that that dude that's like the Uncle Sam kind of dressed up guy who's like the dude in charge who's very yeah, like I love that dude. Humble. Yeah. Yeah. We, interesting detail with all them all being med students, by the way. Did you notice that that yeah. detail? That's why uh We should keep an eye on Willie. Yeah, Willie for sure. Definitely. I know he's playing pranks on people. I know you're listening. But <laughs> that but back to that band real quick. If I ever renew my vows, I gotta like hire oh that band God. to play. Yeah. yeah, that looks They're playing yeah, that, that song that, that like, would be cool. I just want your puppy love. <laughs> And that like doofy dude that's dressed as Uncle yeah, Sam's like yeah. dancing with him. Yeah. Very shoulder moves too. Um, He's yeah. like doosh, doosh, doosh. All right, let's hit our last picks. Jamie, you're up first. All right. So this is uh we're gonna end my night with Hellfest 
I got us VIP passes to help Ooh. us. So this movie's pretty good. There were like two movies that came out around the same time. Uh, I think Hellfest and then another called Bloodfest. Uh, two totally different movies with the same premise, which is essentially a carnival. Uh, it's like a group of college students go to this traveling carnival slash haunted house type thing. Uh, it has rides, it has mazes, different haunted houses spread throughout the park. Things that we've all been to. <clears throat> Tony Todd of uh, Candyman fame and many others uh, is the host of like this traveling thing. The mask is worn by the killer known as the other. The mask that I'm going to talk about. Oh, and I didn't know uh, that. okay, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that either. That they named this dude the other, uh, and it looks like to me this mask looks like it was made out of like tree bark and clay. <laughs> uh, it's but close it's to like that. nondescript. Yeah. It's essentially like a human face. It looks like it's been like made out of like a tree, and then like kind of like shaped with clay. Oh and my god. Yeah, it's kind of nondescript, but the killer wears it pretty much throughout the whole movie. He also has a hood on. Looks like a normal fucking dude just wearing a mask. Yeah. And we find out that's essentially Whoa. what this is. Boy, did that take right? me for a loop at the end. I was like, like dude, the ending. I actually said out loud, like, I did not see that coming alone on my couch. <laughs> this is kind of this is kind of jumping a little bit, but what did you guys think of the ending? Like, did you I like it, it or did you not? I love the ending because after like you're going through a, a haunted house movie, we've seen so many haunted house movies where yep. it's like it's like an hour of just slow, 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 and then bam yes. at the end. But that was really cool uh, to find out that regular guy just going yeah, home to family. I, I I also like this movie. The way it feels so like big budget. This is like basically like the Disney of. Bloodfest. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's like this like the really, bigger budget Bloodfest. Yeah. This is a this feels like it has a good budget, you know. Yeah. Well, not only that, but like the actual location of where they are. So like yeah. the filming aside, it's like if you were to go to Disney and film it on your iPhone versus a really nice camera, oh, like sure. the location's still the same, right? Yeah, yeah. So what I'm referring to here is the location is like this really massive, intricate, huge feeling thing where big it's like production. Big production, very complex, very sophisticated. Very big. And that's why I was like, oh, the outcome of this movie is going to be very big. Yeah. yeah. And then when it's like, oh, it's just, yeah. Oh, okay. It's that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, like, the creepy kids with the sacks over their heads, like, was a super nice touch. Do you remember that scene? Like, a bunch of little kids, sacks over their heads are leading them around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that was so cool. But then at the same time, I thought back, like, not sure what parents are signing the waiver for their children to be doing that <laughs> that late at night. But I loved it. Yeah, it's after dark. <laughs> it was like midnight, bud. Yeah. You're gonna let your you let this, this guy do it. This is something I would die to go to, though. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Oh, like yeah, I would spend really hundred bucks a ticket to go to something like this. Well, you did last night at this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Pretty much, just a lot less fanfare. Identical experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like the fact that there's constantly people around and everybody's pumped and everybody like, it, let's go to the next section of the park and like, wait, there's another section of the park. Like the expanse of this park. Like the in the fact that you don't even really see it, like you have to imagine it. Yeah. I imagine this bigger than any park I've ever been to. Yeah. And then you have Tony Todd kind of as a backdrop. Like his oh voice, my God, dude, uh, kind of coming over stuff. And then like we have that executioner scene. Which Did is you guys know great. when you first heard the voice? Uh, until you, because you see Tony Todd at some point, who is Candyman. But do you did you know that like once you heard the voice throughout? That it was going to be him. 
I think I did because That's I knew like going most, in yeah. that Tony Todd Everybody was attached knows that to voice. it. I yeah, think, well, I yeah, think same. going in, you know he's attached. Yeah. And then, you know. Uh, same. But I've seen this movie a few times since. And uh, I like this movie. It's got, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but the girl from The Killing and the oh, Scream yeah, TV yeah, yeah. series who we... Yeah, Bex Taylor. She plays Audrey or uh, Aubrey Bex or whatever. And she's, Taylor Cross, Yeah, they're in Scream, yeah. Is, yeah. So she's fucking great. Uh, the characters are really good in this movie. The acting is good. I mean, there's nothing bad about this movie to me, really, except I, I think everything starts to kind of blend together. You know, they don't... The coolest part of this movie to me was the part when they go in the, the haunted house where it's like all of the white masks on the right and left, and you don't know... This is when the girls are hiding from the killer at this point. Yeah, it's a little and bit the, of that, like, hiding Instead in of the victim going in and being surrounded by wondering who the killer is behind all these masks, it's the killer wondering who the victim is. And I thought that was a cool twist. Good pick, though, man. Yeah, great pick, pick, Love it. Justy, let's head to your last one, man. We're going to go on to Terrifier from 2016. Oh. What if that guy did this to your Someone slashed my tires. Justin. Okay. So here's the thing, guys. I know that you guys are so well versed in Terrifier because there's like, there's like a Halloween movie based around it. There's a Terrifier. There's Terrifier Two. Now you guys know there's a Terrifier third one coming out. Yeah. I'm so new to Terrifier, and I was blown away by Terrifier itself. Wait a second. Was it, this your first time seeing? Yeah. It? Why did yeah. you pick it? Uh, because I was blown away by it. I, I came across it, and then I oh, watched okay. it, and I was. Like, I got to put this in my pocket for Horror Dad somehow. Oh, so you picked, you had seen it before you picked. I One, thought you were insinuating that briefly you, right, you picked it and no, then watched it. right okay. before I, I had. Oh, I had, God. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I basically, with this pick, I saved my goriest, scariest, and weirdest, I'd say, for last. Um, but Art the Clown, you two know who he is. Uh, he's a crazy clown who stalks and tries to kill, like, three women, some other people as well, in, like, a old, like, apartment building uh and it is halloween night which Seems is what like we're talking the same about building where like saw uh, is filmed little setup is actually needed it's halloween there's a crazy killer clown at large right that's about it yeah that's the premise yeah yeah my favorite part about this character though is that he doesn't use like a specific like hatchet or a chainsaw or a knife it's whatever's around him he's gonna make work he and he does Plastic. He sack. Failed with plastic, but 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 he just makes it work. Oh god! Yeah. It's a very cat uh, cat and mouse slasher like thriller, but um, with some of the most gruesome kills that I think I've seen in a movie in a long time. And yeah, for 2016, are. I was blown away. Um, just by the way the movie starts, you know, it's kind of going to be a shit show. Um, I chose this, I think, because like we're so used to Pennywise, like the clown from It, right? He's He's got, he's a clown with a lot of dialogue and he's like, he's got personality and not to say this art, the clown does not have personality, tons mm. of personality, but no words are coming out, out of art, the clown's mouth. Right? No. Nothing. And it's scary. It's no scary. No sound even. Like, no, like you don't even it's hear the sound the of like. now the scariest clown to me. Yeah. If he's miming, like you don't even hear like his clothing rustling. It's like yeah. totally void of sound. <gasps> Dude, it's, it's, and it's haunting for that exact reason. Yeah. Um, but some of the goriest and grossiest, grossest kills, grossiest, no, grossiest. they are, they are yeah, grossiest. grossiest for sure. <laughs> uh, the girl hanging upside down being split in half with a hacksaw is something I'm never going to forget. That was, um, that was my first encounter with this movie is I had not even 
seen all all Hallows Eve even. I don't think at yeah, this juncture. No. I could not believe it. Jamie, don't show this movie to your kids. <laughs> Jamie, no, never. Jamie had watched this probably somewhere around there, 2017, 2018. Yep. And I remember I came to your house and you're like, I don't recommend watching this movie, but you have to watch this part. <laughs> and he showed me the part of the girl being cut in half, hanging upside down. And I was oh like, oh, God. yeah, I'm, I've seen more of this movie than I ever need or want to see. And I was totally off of it forever. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I know enough about it. I'm, this was I'm pre-podcast. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was even pre-podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. why you were like, "No, I have no. I have no reason to ever see this movie." And then once it st- it kept escalating. <sighs> it was like pop culture, like hooked on. And I yeah. remember we were having the conversation of like, "Are we? Are we being the old people? Is this like how our parents responded to Freddy Krueger in like sure. in twenty years yeah. now? This is the new horror icon." Um, and the other component that I, and I I hate to even say this as a person that's invested in doing what we're doing because I feel like indie art is so important and I support it with all of my heart and soul. But part of what was creeping into my psyche on this whole thing was, Mm -hmm. are we revering this because they did it with such a low budget? Like, yes, that's an amazing feat, but like, yeah, we do like that. Is it, is it, if regardless of the amount of money that they had to spend on it, like, is it as great as it would be on, you know, on either side of the coin? And yeah. all of that was swirling through my head, which made me hypercritical of it. And I had all these like pre-baked opinions. Yeah. And then finally, I guess it was last year or whenever, I threw it all away and I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to watch them. Uh, it was after the second one had come out, watched All Hallows Eve 1 and then 2, mm-hmm. all kind of in sequence. And I was like, all right, I get why people are into this. I'm not, I'm still not totally into it, but I, I get it. Yeah. Um, and I will watch the third one when it comes out. Definitely. I think what I do not like about it, I've spent a lot of time wondering internal, internal searching of like, what, what is it that makes me not like this? Cause I'll be honest. I don't like Terrifier one and two. It's not that they're bad movies. Fair. It's just not my thing. Yeah, like it's not I, your thing. I'm not going to watch this before bed or anything. Right. Yeah. The director fucking wrote and like hand fucking crafted this shit and like, that makes it amazing to me. Yeah. If it had been CGI, I would never even talk about this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I have no interest of, like, we what makes like, this movie is the yeah, handcrafted, like, like, low budget yeah. and the love gotta be... that was put into this movie. And that's what I love about it. And that's why I do love these movies uh, as far as a horror fan and just in the pantheon of horror in general. Like, these change. These are going to be talked about in fucking 50 years. Yeah. I mean, great pick. Uh, I, I, I'm glad we had an opportunity to talk about this because I know a lot of people that listen to the show enjoy these movies. I know this very polarizing opinion, so I'm glad to have an opportunity to discuss it again. Glad I covered it for all you guys. I'll never forget like when uh, out there. <laughs> John and I went and saw Halloween Ends. I think Halloween Ends came out maybe the same day as Terrifier 2. Mm. Within the same two weeks at least. So John and I went and saw Halloween Ends <clears throat> and on the Discord channel, some, somebody else had said, I went and saw Terrifier 2 instead of Halloween Ends, and then somebody else responded with, you saw the better movie. <laughs> yeah. Because people loved this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifier 2, that is. Yeah. Good. I can't wait. I'm watching it tomorrow. All right. I'll go to my last one. You guys ready? Justin, just to let you know, Terrifier 2 is going to bring you to a whole goddamn new level, man. <laughs> okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get ready. I'm ready. John? All right, so my final pick, bringing us down the home stretch, is the 2014 film, The Houses October Built. 
yourself, and what are we doing? You want my name? My name is Zach. You've known me for 20 years, Mikey. I rented an RV. I want to find the most extreme haunted house in the world. What is an extreme haunt? I don't understand how far, like how far they, you really can go on without hurting somebody. Oh, dude. I, I yes. love I love this movie. Dude, I, I do too. And wow. Again, what a, yeah. there's been so much discussion around uh, kind of the hand camera, found footage film uh, phenomenon and people just saying like overdone. I think we were talking pre pre recording about how there's this um, authenticity to this where it feels like just did they even tell people they were making a movie or is that just like how that's it's what that's it feels what I'm like saying. when you're watching it. Yeah. Um, and it feels very real. And each character that's in this movie, like their name in real life is their character name, which further reinforces. Yeah. It's like, it feels so much like, Oh, you looked at, Oh wow. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, so the basic premise of this movie for those that haven't seen is it's about this group of friends and they're they're on this road trip trying to find a the ultimate haunted house the like the ultimate attraction and through their interaction with certain haunts they basically ruffle the wrong feathers and now they're being stalked by a uh, kind of a a group of highly disturbed individuals i guess is the way we'll describe it <laughs> yeah. but the the costume in question here is I, I didn't realize they had character names, costume character names, uh, but porcelain is oh the one we're going to focus God. on. Oh, my God. There we go. She yeah. or You don't realize that until is. you research it. Like, the what did I say the dude's name from Hellfest was? Uh, the Other? Yeah. Didn't know or that until like I started no looking. Idea. The Brute Mask or whatever. Like, the Brute. I didn't, know it, didn't even know. things had names, yeah. but apparently they do. Dude. But So porcelain is this really gross-looking, like, hybrid kind of between, like, Pinhead and the fucking mask in that episode we talked Port, about. Uh, Tales from the Crypt. From Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Oh my god! That's yeah. exactly what I had noticed. I'm so glad sure. I did not have like, to watch that again this year. It looks like a volleyball. <laughs> Next year. Like a volleyball, like a, a cast <gasps> oh, made volleyball. It's worse volleyball. than her, dude. Uh, but shiny. Oh, it's it's honestly terrifying. So this this character, though, she's like one of the haunt attractions, and then they're traveling in this like mobile RV. And they're sleeping in it, and they're also driving in it. They have this encounter in a haunt, and all of the haunts that they go to are pretty fun. So they're going like across the country, right? Isn't yeah, that they're the down in Texas. Long so drive. Like they're, Long drive. Uh, they're they're going everywhere. So they're yeah. like highly committed to this. Um, but they have this interaction in a haunt, and each time each time they go to one, I could only imagine the next day they wake up like that was fucking weird, and yeah. I feel like I made out with my brother last <laughs> night. Like it's it has yeah. this gross like feeling every time. So it this, does have a, oh, I, yeah, dude. I have peanut dust on my jeans. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, porcelain though makes her way over the RV and they let her in the fucking. And she's like grumbling and wheezing. What like, are why they doing? Are you wheezing, letting right? this thing in That's where your I was space. like thrown off. She's like, <laughs> it's terrifying, dude. So, but porcelain comes in and, and everyone's like trying to ask her questions and it's, it's equivalent to like basically 
magnifying picking up the hitchhiker in Texas Chainsaw, but multiplying it by like nine hundred. Yeah, thousand. Like weird thing you're looking at. You're like, is that a mask or is that just fucking how you look? Yeah, nine hundred thousand. Yeah, is that is that your skin? I want to know so bad because your eyes are what does it it for me. Go ahead, John. Sorry. No, no, no. no. But terrifying. But then she has her like exclamatory like squeal sound she makes and then yeah. it cuts to those like colored bars that you would see like um network television would edit and stuff i just love that cut and that like firm introduction to the character interacting with our core group of characters and then she kind of becomes the impromptu sort of like ringleader she's on the cover of the first and the second one and just like such an iconic looking sort of character yeah uh, but there are tons of great fucking costumes in this movie. There really are. Through all the different haunts. You've got the, as they're going through these different haunts, they all have these strobe effects. So you have like these visions and these uh, uh, visualizations of all these different characters that are in these different costumes coming in and out of frame. And you've got these like mummy looking fuckers. You've got these like variety of different clowns, uh, clowns, yeah. so many clowns, a lot um, of clowns. People, but, people banging out of fucking refrigerators trying to get oh out. Oh, God. That was so... And it, yeah. they're doing the thing where it's like, are we, should we intervene with what's happening here? Is this like... Yes. And it feels like different segments of really scary yeah. movies you've watched. It's almost like Halloween Horror Nights on steroids. Yeah. Um, which makes this movie truly frightening and going and doing things like we did yesterday, Jamie. Uh, totally. Ruins, ruins your whole... What I took from evening. this movie is just how real it felt. Yeah. Like, it just feels real. It it does. And, like, I know with found footage you say that. Like, yeah, no, you it get, feels like I felt like it was real. It but, feels, like, this feels real. It feels so real to a point where, like, why didn't you get yourself out of this yeah, yeah. earlier? But it wouldn't be a movie if we did that. And it's so easy to, like, say, like, the, the interview portions of these found footage films are what feels fake. Like, in Hellfest, I always reference. Or Hell House, LLC. Hell House. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Those are the ones where yeah, Hell House is great. those like outside interviews feel so fake to me that it's like, oh, I know this is fake. Not in this one. Blair no. Witch, they feel real. And we found out that maybe they were real. And I think that's what why we were asking the question before rolling. Like, before do we feel this rolling. Is real? Yes. And that's why yeah. this feels real. Like those interactions they have in the you, bar, man, it feels like they just went into around, a bar. They're having people sign a waiver and they're just talking about it, it for sure. It feels like that, yeah. Which is cool. That's it cool. It is cool. So they go to these haunted houses and like it feels like they're at these these attractions that are like out in the middle yeah. of a fucking cornfield, yeah. which when you get older, like when you're younger and someone just okay. drives you to a place, you don't even really think about it. But when you're older and you're driving out and you're like, I've just driven 47 minutes. You have a I sense haven't of seen a gas station yeah. or anything. I, will, I might die yeah. out here. Will, and, and like when you're going out there with your friends and you guys are all pumped to be there, like, no, we're doing this as a mission. We're going in an RV and we're going to go across the country and we want the scary shit. Like, we're not scared. And then you yeah. start seeing the characters get scared. That makes you fucking scared, you know? Definitely, dude. dude. So two, it's like the way that it's done is so good. Yeah. Two things that I was like going to get your guys' opinion on uh, with this movie was, one, I have never seen a haunted house uh, tour because I guess they're on like a trailer or something where you're doing paintball. Uh, you're shooting paintballs <laughs> yeah. at the zombies while you're going through. Sounds fun, but also what the fuck? <laughs> guess what they were doing last night at the scaregrounds? No paintball. What? Paintball. That's a thing. Yeah, but they had it set up as like a range. Okay, and so there's a not... guy running around, but he had like a barrel around his body. <laughs> okay, so it's just <laughs> like thing. a bullfighter. I actually was like, dude, I've never seen this shit. There was, I said to Brittany, I was like, there's a space between like his chin and the top of his chest. I was like, that's, yeah, 
Yeah. The worst place he, to be unprotected and the only place he is. Fred's yeah. Jugular. Yeah. Good night, Robert. Whatever yeah. that guy's name is. See you, Terry. Yeah. Um, but that, and then also the zombie strippers, I thought was very interesting. What kind of family show yeah. is this, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some weird <laughs> stuff going on there. Yeah. They they find some good haunts. Yeah, they do. Now I I this is a I think a good one to round us out and it again has perfect for the season. Yeah, it's so oh, seasonal. Yeah. It feels good. Um, it's it's truly is scary. So it's a great movie. Um, so we hope you guys dig it. All right, another one in the books, Justin. Thank you so much. Dude, um, thank you for having me. You guys, anything you want to plug? You got Honestly. a new album coming out? Any, like, uh, yeah, uh, nothing to plug. I don't think. Uh, yeah, the band is working on some stuff. We recorded uh, recorded an album uh, last year about this time. Um, but we're taking our time releasing it, and uh, just stay tuned on all that stuff. We'll have some good stuff in the works, uh, and ready to ready to show soon. Uh, Cautioner Music on Instagram. Yeah, as soon as that's available and out there, or singles release or music videos, I know you got a lot of stuff in the in the works. Yeah, uh, we'll make sure everyone can access that. You guys thanks, have a man. couple EPs out that are John and mine's like favorite music <laughs> oh, ever. Thanks, man. The band yeah. name We're, is Cautioner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're really excited about the new stuff. So I'm excited to get your guys' opinion on. We're excited we as well, are, man. Actually, yeah. yeah, we can't wait to hear it. Okay. And listeners, friends, if you guys have topics for, uh, I know we have now another year to think about this, but. Start thinking about part five. What do you want to hear us talk about next year? Justin, love you, man. Love you guys. And we love you guys. Happy Halloween. Love you all.